the silence of creative energy. In these talks, we're always starting again. It's not that in each talk anything new is said, but our aim in each talk is to come surely and gradually nearer the center of the mystery. And meditation is always a return to our center, to our source. And each time we sit down to meditate, every morning and every evening, our aim is to clear the ground so that the energy of the center may radiate freely and penetrate universally. We have only one ultimate hazard and that hazard is distraction. As we all know from our own sad experience, we are so easily distracted. God's love is given to each of us freely, generously, and to all of us universally. And God's love flows in our hearts in a mighty stream. But like Martha in the Gospel story, we are all of us so busy about so many things. And we have to learn. It's absolutely necessary that we learn that only one thing is necessary. Because only one thing is. All of us must address our own lack of discipline. We must bring our restless, wandering minds to stillness. And it's one of the first great lessons in humility that we must learn. To realize that we come to wisdom, we come to stillness, we pass beyond distraction only through the gift of God. His prayer is his gift to us. And all we have to do is to dispose ourselves. And we dispose ourselves by becoming silent. Silence is the essential human response to the mystery of God, to the infinity of God. And we learn to be silent by being content to say our mantra in humble fidelity.
It's as though the mystery of God is a wonderful, multifaceted diamond. When we talk about God, or when we think about God, it's as though we're responding to one or other of his facets. But when we are silent in his presence, we respond to the mystery that we call God as a whole. And that omnidimensionally. And the wonder of it is that it's the whole of us that responds to the entirety of the mystery of God. It's not just our intellect, not just our emotions, not just the religious side of us or the secular side of us. Everything that we are responds to everything that he is. In absolute harmony, in absolute love. And that's what the experience of Christian prayer is. How is this possible? It is possible through the incarnate reality that is Jesus. God is fully revealed in Jesus, fully present in Jesus. And the love of Jesus has made us one with him. By becoming open in silence to his reality, we become open in wonder to the reality of God. And that is why the way of prayer is the way of ever deeper, ever more generous silence. It's not enough just to think about silence or to talk about silence, we must embrace it. And to learn this silence, to be open to the gift of it, we must learn to say our mantra. Our regular times of meditation immerse us in this silence and we emerge from the silence refreshed, renewed and rebaptized in the power of the Spirit. As I've so often said to you before, What each of us discovers in our prayer is that simply to be in his presence is all sufficing. In that presence we are healed. In that presence we find the courage to live our lives. Through him, with him,
in him and for him. And once we begin to be open to this power, everything in our lives is charged with meaning. And the meaning comes out of the silence. All our talking, all our living, all our loving find meaning from this silence and flow back into it. The way into that silence requires great patience, great fidelity. And it requires, in our tradition, that we learn to say our mantra. As Cassian puts it, the mantra contains all the human mind can express, all the human heart can feel. That one little word conveys us, leads us into the silence that is a silence of creative energy. How long this takes us is of no concern to us. To the Lord, a thousand years are as a day. The only thing that matters is that we are on the way. And that means the simplicity of our daily meditations, every morning, every evening. Listen to St. Paul writing to the Romans. Therefore, my brothers, I implore you, by God's mercy, to offer your very selves to him, a living sacrifice dedicated and fit for his acceptance, the worship offered by mind and heart. Adapt yourselves no longer to the pattern of this present world, but let your minds be remade and your whole nature thus transformed. Then you will be able to discern the will of God and to know what is good, acceptable, and perfect. <laughs>